everybody. Welcome to episode 184. It's a big, 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 big number. Um, <clears throat> makes me happy. I'm Cliff Johnson. You are listening to the Bite Me Podcast. And today I am joined by Dylan. Woo! Uh, when did we get on this woo thing? Is We let Colby be on the podcast and now all it's you guys the just woo. Train. woo. Woo, woo. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Colby's here too. Good evening, everyone. Thank you, Colby. That's really better. I really prefer that. Anyway, today... Can we talk in NPR voices today? <laughs> I'm going to talk like I would last this entire episode. It's going to be great. Uh, we get some news a little bit. There's not a lot. This week's one of those kind of, you know, they happen every once in a while. There's not a whole lot going on. You're kind of in the entering the, the depths of summer, to be honest. Well, I mean, everything before E3. Oh. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Anyway, Phil Spencer is still feeling good about this year's video game releases. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about GTA 6 and when you might see that. Kingdom Hearts is getting a Disney Plus series. Uh, the dark side of online sports on the internet in the time of COVID-19. Also... On the next 30 minutes. Is it getting called a racial slur by an 8-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> It's adjacent to that. Yeah, it is adjacent to that, actually. Um, and this is my favorite title of all times. Like, I almost, like, this might be my lead story when I actually publish the podcast. I haven't decided yet. Um, Fallout 76 players just can't get enough intestines. It's a problem, people. You just don't know. Anyway, we got that. We got questions from Vinny, Mr. Polite, Megan, Glitch Bunny, and our dear friend Hans, plus some cheap free games. It's that kind of Xbox Gold, PlayStation Plus, Game Pass time of the month. And that's all. Should we get into talking about some video games? Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Colby, stop killing wild animals. The hunter! Follow the wild. Have you hunted anything new? Um, no, mostly elk, moose, deer, some rabbits, uh, ducks. That's about it. Why are you still playing this game? Just because I love it. But why? Because I love it. Did you see me shoot that rabbit in the face? I did. Yeah, Colby, it's great. Like every time Colby kills something, he sends me a like screenshot of the like where the bullet entered the poor, helpless digital creature that he just <laughs> senselessly murdered. Only um, when it's funny. <laughs> thank God it's only when it's funny. Like the deer that I shot in the ass and somehow killed it. He's like a cat. He like goes and kills a, a rodent and then leaves it on your doorstep. Are you proud of me now, Cliff? <laughs> after, after I shot the deer in the ass and killed it, I turned to my wife and went, wrecked him, damn near killed him. And she just kind of looked at me. How often does that happen, Colby? A lot. A lot. You know why? Because I'm awesome. Yeah. Anyway, Colby's playing Call of the Wild still. Is that literally all you played all week? All week. I have put 85 hours into it. <laughs> I started not. it. Well, You're I, getting your money's worth. I think I started it on the 7th of May, so 20 days, and three and a half days of, of my life have been dedicated to shooting animals. It's been great. It's not that good. Do you know how either. many, like, uh, achievements that are 0.16% that I've gotten this month? A lot. Yeah, okay. Anyway, 
Dylan didn't play any video games because he's been busy doing other stuff. I am still playing Mass Effect Andromeda, which, man, I tell you, if you want a good Mass Effect game, you may as well play this one because it's great. If you want a single-player Destiny game, may as well play Mass Effect Andromeda. It's great. I am... Every time I play it, I'm just frustrated that this game got kind of crapped on because it had some bad animations and gamers are stupid. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. I'm having a lot of fun playing it. Um, the next two games I played were both... Um, like, I played them for Microsoft Rewards points. Uh, FIFA 20 was just... I played it. It's fun. If you like the old FIFAs and you haven't played FIFA 20 yet, it is better than any other FIFA I've ever played. It controls phenomenally. Um... It's the first time I've really felt like passing was really, really solid in a, like, computer soccer game. Um, I didn't, I only played two rounds of it, but it has, like, a, I don't want to know if it's, like, futsal exactly, but it has, like, a three-on-three soccer, like, indoor soccer game you can play that's a lot of fun. Um, You can play at least as the women's national team. I don't know if you can play as, like, women professional United States soccer teams, but... It was really cool, and I got uh, I got a I got a diamond achievement because I actually finished a game as a wim- uh, one of the women's soccer teams, which I think is real sad. But it was also the easiest way to get the uh, the Microsoft rewards for that game this month. So whatever, um, and it's free with EA Access. So if you have EA Access, you have access to FIFA 20 now. It's it's good. I really enjoyed it. Um, the other game I played is Zoo Tycoon, and I can't. Like, I can't decide if I want to spend, like, the next 20 minutes telling you why I love and hate Zoo Tycoon as much as I do. Um, Because I have some, I have a lot of thoughts about Zoo Tycoon, but I don't know if anyone outside of me cares. (laughs) I don't know if anyone cares. Right? I mean, it's a game that came out, like, three years ago, and I, like, I played it because it has a it had a like i had to there was literally a microsoft reward that was clean up 15 animal poops to get (laughs) like 50 microsoft rewards i'm like i can do that and literally so this is on memorial day i had planned on playing that game for like 20 minutes and i was playing and then i'm like oh this is kind of interesting i'll keep making my zoo and then my wife sat down. She's like, oh, cool, zoos. This is kind of fun. And we started naming animals together and doing all sorts of stuff. And literally, I looked up, and it was 10 hours later. And we'd played <laughs> Zoo Tycoon from – I started playing at about 7 a.m. She sat down about 9. We stopped at 4. And to, yet I'm the weird one. I mean, hey, Cole, at least there was more animals than 5. Um, did you shoot any of them? I did not shoot any of them. Stupid faces. <laughs> I did not. Um, Zoo Tycoon. I don't even know if they can die. Like maybe. Like I'm playing it on sandbox mode, so I, I don't. I don't know. But I don't know. We had dinner and then we sat down and played like another three hours of Zoo Tycoon. So I played like I don't know twelve or thirteen hours of Zoo Tycoon on Memorial Day, and. Like, it's fun. It's gorgeous. It's really cool to build a zoo and to be able to walk around it. But I don't think the people that make that game, like, bothered going to an actual zoo before (laughs) they made a game about a zoo, which is strange to me. Um, Like, just briefly, it's first of all, it's missing a huge amount of the animals you'd expect to see at a zoo. Like, I actually go to a lot of zoos. Um... And it's, it's missing, like, there's no 
no great apes in that game at all. There's and there's almost no monkeys. Like there's chimpanzees, and that's literally the only like primates in the game. Um, it doesn't have zebras. It doesn't except have the humans. Except the humans, but they did not let me put them in cages. I kept trying. Um, if you want to have a fun time, look up human zoos. The last one was in Belgium in the fifties. Good times. It will rock. not. It will not make you happy. It will make you very sad. Um, but like they didn't have zebras. They didn't have any sort of like foxes. Um, it, it really seemed like they were like, all right, sweet. So we modeled and animated a bear. You know, literally, you can just reskin that bear to 12 different kinds of bears. And then we have 12 animals in the game. I'm like, no, 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 no. Then you have 12 bears in a game. Um, they do a lot of things where they have, like, a bunch of different exhibit types. So, like, and the animal you put in them has to like the exhibit type. So there's a tundra type. Literally, the only animal that likes being in the tundra is polar bears. So you have this entire, like, one of the eight types of of exhibits you can build only one animal likes to be in it can you put um, a giraffe in it you can but they'll get just real sad do it. just do it i'm trying giraffe to build a, a good zoo. but like, you could put them in together that would not go well um but on top of that like the entire game is built around the conceit that what people want when they go to zoo is like a lot of balance like there's there's a bunch of things you can build but like essentially you can build animal enclosures you can build um like entertainment which is not necessarily entertainment it does include things like bird shows but it also includes things like um places where you can like uh like gift shops like a bunch of different types of gift shops places where you can buy balloons places where you can buy um like build-a-bear kind of stuff and then food <laughs> And then, like, administrative stuff, like where your janitors work out of, um, bathrooms, that kind of stuff. And, like, my thought when you had a zoo is the reason you went to the zoo was because you wanted to see animals. And this game seems to think that people want an equal amount of animals and balloon shops. Um, and so if you don't... Like, for every animal enclosure you put down, or maybe every two or three animal enclosures you put down, you have to also put down, like, a restaurant and, or, like, a food place. So that could be drinks, could be snow cones, could be whatever. And some sort of, like, Build-A-Bear workshop for the zoo. And I don't know about you. Like, Dylan probably has less of a thought on this. But when you take your kid somewhere called, do you actually hope that they have as few of those things as possible? Um, like... Have you ever been somewhere and thought, like, man, this place just does not have enough stuff to sell to my kid? So, <laughs> one of the great things I heard was a tweet from a guy who said that during the quarantine, his kid started noticing the uh, ice cream truck for the first time. <laughs> and, and so he just told them that was the music truck. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's the reality. Is, is like, nobody wants there to be, like, four Build-A-Bear locations at your zoo. You want there to be four animal enclosures. Um, and also, like, I've never been to a zoo that had as many bathrooms as this place thought I needed to have. Like, these people could not, like, first of all, all of them had to go to the bathroom constantly. Like, 24-7 go to the bathroom. And they weren't willing to walk more than, like... 10 feet maybe right. until they got like really super mad that you there wasn't just a bathroom right there i'm like and so long story short is i spent a lot of time building a zoo that people just hated because 
I wanted to put animals in it and not like animals plus a restaurant plus a balloon store plus a bathroom every eight feet. So I don't know. I we really enjoyed the process of playing that game, but the like I'm just super frustrated by it. Like it was I don't. I don't even know if it's possible to win. We started a second zoo and like tried to just be stupid about it. And we're putting, um, you know, we're like, okay, well, you know, we'll build an enclosure for every two or three enclosures we build. We'll build an entertainment place and a, and a, uh, a restaurant. And so people all of a sudden are like, oh, we're super excited about how many restaurants and how many builder bears there are here. But like, there's not a lot of animals. And I'm like, oh. I give up. I give up. So. That's why you put the polar bear and the draft together. Yeah, it's like like it's like both a uh, like dinner and a show. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, I can get there. All right, on to the next part, Dylan. News. Thank you. That was very good, very forceful. Like Dylan just comes out of nowhere and newses us. It's great. Uh, Phil Spencer. I think a lot of people are actually kind of um, worried, cautiously optimistic, maybe about how uh, video game development and video game systems and new games, considering it's a release year, are going to be affected by coronavirus. Um, and so they keep asking. Like, it doesn't matter where Phil Spencer goes. It doesn't matter where, like, the head of Sony goes. They ask, like, how are things going? It doesn't matter. They asked it last week. They ask again. Um, and once again, so I guess, first of all, the thing I did not know is that Reggie from Nintendo has his own podcast. I guess, along with a journalist called Harold Goldberg, and it's called Reggie and Harold. Oh, Talking Games with Reggie and Harold. Did not know this exists. Did, did he go into detail about uh, GameStop? I would very much like to find out the answer to that, but probably not. <laughs> um, anyway, so they followed up on recent comments that said that games are in development right now might be the ones that see kind of the biggest... You know, he. I think... Phil Spencer has said games coming out this year are probably going to be fine. Like we don't anticipate that there will be a lot of delays, mostly because they're far enough along that people have been able to kind of get them done. There's been some things they've had to work around, but things are coming along. Okay. He's even said like, Hey, when you're going to see delays this next year, like 2021 is going to be a year that you're going to see some video game problems. But he quote said, any of the functions that require actual physical collaboration, things like motion capture, things like symphonic capture, which I think is just recording music, but I could be wrong. Um, some of that is put on hold. I think on the game side, things that are pre-content complete might be impacted more than things that are post-content content complete. We've had to work through some challenges, but feel good about timelines, feel really good about this holiday. So I think it's about what you'd expect. Things that, you know, are done or close to done are going to be fine. Things that are still in development are going to be hard. And it's stuff that requires a bunch of people to be together or in close proximity to one another. It's not programming games. It's not even probably like voice acting for games. It's stuff where you have to stuff a bunch of musicians in a recording studio to record music, and that's hard. So, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? You think that's kind of how it'll go, that we'll see worse stuff next year? Yeah. Which is a bummer. Um, I wonder with all... All of the games that come out in a year and the staggered release dates and all those things, if you'll notice. Right. Well, I also kind of wonder if what will happen is that 
most smaller video games don't do motion mm-hmm. capture. They don't do um, symphonic capture. They don't do those things. They're already uh, folks coding from their houses anyway. Um, I wonder if 2021 will be the year of like, do you remember? I don't remember what year it was, but let's say it's 2007. Eight. Seven two thousand eight when they had that no but that is actually what I'm thinking um, when they had that kind of year of the indies when like um, Xbox Arcade yeah Xbox Arcade did like the summer of arcade stuff and you know you had all those big original indie games that kind of blew up um, I'm trying to think of it's the one that Jonathan Blow made um, the weird time mechanic um, it starts with the B doesn't matter. Um, but like a lot of those games came out and they Xbox paid a lot of attention to them. And I think that's why you saw that kind of original indie renaissance of Braid is what I'm thinking about. Um, because they pay, made a lot of a, a big deal out about it. I wonder if 2021 is going to be another kind of year of indies because that's the games that are going to come out. And they've got to promote something like Xbox and Sony both have to promote something. And it's not going to be, hey, these games coming out next year. I wonder if it could be. I wonder if you could see a, a summer of arcade next year. Or counterpoint. Mm-hmm. They'll just be some sort of horrible crunch times and they'll just try to push out ones that they'll patch later. Oh, cool. So our options are good indie games or murdering developers and releasing buggy games that we're going to fix in 2022. Which one brings in more money to the shareholders, Cliff? <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, 2022, 2021 will be that year where we go like, man, you remember all those crappy games that launched? But think about how good they're doing in 2022. Mm-hmm. The future's terrible. Anyway, speaking of games that abuse their developers, <laughs> Rockstar. This is actually an interesting article. So, um, uh, Venture Beat, uh, one of their analysts, Jeff Cohen, pointed out that uh, uh, Take Two, the parent company that owns Rockstar, but they also own, I don't know, a bajillion different IPs. I think you were saying what? Take Two's got 96 games in the pipeline right yeah, now, call something, something like, like that. that. Um, just disclosed, disclosed their marketing spend for the next five financial years, which is, I'm very intrigued about a company that knows what they're going to spend in marketing for the next five years. And in uh, 2023 and 2024, they're saying, hey, we're going to spend $90 million on marketing, which is a lot, but it's also almost double what they normally spend. So like 2021, 2022 is going to be about $40 million. 2023, 2024 is $89 million. And uh, their initial jump was like, oh, I guess that's when GTA 6 is coming out, right? And because that just makes sense. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's our third party marketing stuff. Rockstar is an internal company so they have a different marketing budget than this one that we just disclosed and so the question is is what's take two doing in 2023 2024 that they need to double their marketing budget for no one knows yet so uh they often a lot of that money is is to do things like to buy music to buy um sports teams and players so it could be that 2020 or that uh take two is going to get back into nfl stuff or 
table tennis and, and table tennis. I actually heard that um, bowling is going to be the first like professional sport to reopen, which means yeah, that sixth. it's going to go from like playing on yeah. ESPN three to ESPN. And there's probably going to be some <laughs> it sort will of be the premier sport. <laughs> But you know that that's going to happen. You know there's going to be a bunch of like people that are just starved for sports. But all oh, of a sudden, yeah. like, oh, thank God, bowling's back on. <laughs> well, it's not like there's anything else going on anyway. So it's like you don't even have to be very starved. It's I mean, just, let's be honest. I'm, I'm very into bowling now. Now would be the time for esports to like make their like oh, play yeah. and like you can do it remotely. They can still show it on ESPN. I don't know why no one's really pushing, not pushing to have uh, esports playing on uh, on ESPN right now. It just makes sense. So I don't know. I'm interested. It'll be interesting to see what that money buys but i guess we won't know for two or three years but it would be interesting if they i know ea has the nfl locked down for an amount of time but i don't know exactly what that amount of time is but i think it is around that time so or it could be a reboot of the guy game i don't think do do you think that they'd get 90 million dollars to to market that well, I mean, I don't know. Like last time it got banned because of I don't know, child pornography. So maybe it's just for lawsuits. Lawsuits. <laughs> We're just going to set aside this money. <laughs> it could be, who knows. Uh what about NCAA? I don't know when, but now that goes in this year where they can start using NCAA. Uh Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. They'll actually be able to use likenesses and pay for them, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, assuming the NCAA season actually starts sometime, maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting. I guess we'll see. But it won't be for a while. Uh, next up, Kingdom Hearts is getting a Disney Plus series. And, like, that's kind of the story. There's not a lot more past that. Um, it's being worked on the by... The most Sp- confusing show in history. Right? Well, and that's... Who's this for? Well, I- there are a lot of people that are very, very, very excited. I mean, I think the answer is it's for people who like anime. It's for people who like Disney. Like Kingdom Hearts isn't Kingdom Hearts is like maybe the most brilliant marketing thing in the entire world because it gets Disney nerds, but it also gets like anime nerds and it also gets Final Fantasy nerds. So there's a lot of nerds wrapped up in that that Kingdom Hearts ball. Um, it's being worked on by Square Enix. Disney apparently was going to do it in-house, but then decided not to. And interesting enough, it's going to be animated using the Unreal Engine, just like like the game is made in Unreal, and it's actually going to be animated on Unreal. I don't know if that's something that happens. I don't know much about animation. I don't know if that's common or uncommon. I know that they're using Unreal for the Mandalorian, too. So... Um, that's interesting. They are assuming that Disney voice actors are actually, well, I mean, this was tweeted by someone who was pretty close to it, said they are expected to reprise their roles. So, like, Jim Cummings, um, who does a lot of the Winnie the Pooh characters, is expected to be in it. I can't imagine, um, oh, shoot, what's his name? Who is it that plays Sora? Um, he's the IC Dead People kid. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, I can't imagine he's doing anything that would prevent him from being in... The Kingdom Hearts TV show. I don't know. I'm interested in it, um, if only because I'm kind of invested in that series, but I have no idea 
what it is or what's going on or who any of the characters are, which is a little bit disappointing to have played all the way through Kingdom Hearts 1, played three quarters of Kingdom Hearts 2 and all of Kingdom Hearts 3 and just go like, I don't know who these people are. I mean, literally, I was looking at some actor yesterday. He did the, like, what's that called? Like the Windex challenge where you, like, spray on some Windex and then wipe the, I don't know, whatever. And they're like, hey, it's so-and-so doing the Windex challenge. I'm like, who's he? And I looked him up. I'm like, oh, he was a voice actor in Kingdom Hearts. He played that character. I finished that game two weeks ago. I have no idea who that character was. So, and whatever. Um, I assume the Windex challenge was like drinking Windex or something. (laughs) Yeah. Are people just cleaning their windows? Different timeline. Different timeline. (laughs) No, it's like, it's actually... When it's done well, it's actually pretty clever. Um, like, they spray Windex on a mirror, and then they wipe and wipe, and then, like, on the third wipe, it changes to another person. And Rook. then oh, okay, it, yeah. it's kind of like the light flip challenge where they, you know, they flip the lights and it's a different person. Um, it's it's funny. Okay. It's, it's all right. If you... Uh, I think it would probably only be funny to Dylan and I, but... Um, Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, which is the radio station that Dylan works at and I used to work at, um, did one with Brooke and Jose that was very funny. So I guess if you want to see what I'm talking about, look up Brooke and Jeffrey Windex Challenge. Theirs was good, but maybe not. Uh, all right, so esports right now. Um, and, and this is not about esports as much as it is about sports that are trying to do esports. So Colby was right. Um Formula like one racers are doing their races via um, Formula One games now. And there was a Formula One racer who got in trouble like two or three weeks ago for using a racial slur during his <laughs> um, race. And I thought it was a NASCAR guy. Uh, it might have been. I don't know. Whatever. Cole, do you have any idea like what the difference between Formula One and NASCAR is? Yeah. You uh, tell me. What is it? Damn it, I was hoping you wouldn't tell me that. <laughs> the, the, the car? Formula One is like those weird-looking cars that have that little, like, thing on the front, like a no, hammerhead that's shark. A, that's a, that's, that's, that's a funny car. That is not Formula One. No, that's One. not a funny car. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like a hammerhead shark. Maybe? I don't, I, like, I don't know the difference either, Cole. So, anyway, they were both car racing. Some I guys was said, right. I'm yeah, very, they have I'm those little p- things on the front, and then NASCARs, you know, NASCAR. NASCAR, just cars. They're just cars racing. Everything I know about car racing in general is actually exclusively from the Cars movies. I, if it didn't happen in the Cars movies, I don't know anything about it. You would think for someone who dated a girl whose dad was a, you know, like announcer. For yeah, like a pretty famous things, racing car announcer that you would have know, picked up something. But I went a couple times. I'm like, hey, cars go in circle. And that was about all I gleamed. <laughs> It's a lot of left turns. A lot of left turns. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, it it did happen that that there was someone who was making racial slurs during streams. Yeah, that he was got, a NASCAR dude. Yeah, he got in trouble. Um, this story is actually about a Formula E racer Daniel. Do you think his name's Abd? It's A B T. I don't know how you pronounce that. About Abd, about <laughs> um, has been disqualified and ordered to pay ten thousand euros because he just hired a professional esports player to play as him <laughs> during uh, a race. So they have a thing called the Race at Home Challenge, and he just hired an esports guy named Lorenz mm, Horzing 
and uh, who also got <laughs> disqualified from all of the esports that he plays in. And he said, I did not take it as serious as I should have. I'm especially sorry about this because I know how much work has gone into this project and the port of the Formula E organization. I'm aware that my offense has a bitter aftertaste, but it was never meant with any bad intention. And by that, what he means is, yeah, we set it up um, because you have to do these things via Zoom calls like they they actually physically watch you race while you, they do it. So they make sure that uh, you're actually the one racing. And they're like, yeah, curiously, there was just something in front of the camera. So you couldn't see his face. So that, that doesn't sound exactly like a lack of bad intent. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know if 10,000 euros to a Formula E racer is big or not. Like, I don't know. I don't know if these guys make like, fat racing cash i don't i don't know enough about it to know if that's a big deal and like i can't imagine it's actually gonna like hurt his actual racing life but the the dude I mean, who pl- he's worth 20 million dollars i think oh be fine. he'll be fine Ten thousand dollars? come on man like that'll make that an it's euros it's tomorrow. probably like 12 grand ten thousand nine hundred dollars so mm-hmm. Either way, geez, that's lame. Um, the dude who actually probably, the pro gamer who uh, played for him is actually probably the one who's actually going to really feel it because he is not worth $20 million, most likely. And, uh, like, he got disqualified from what he actually does for a living, which is, I'm not going to say a bummer because don't be an idiot, but I wonder how much he got paid. That's actually the that's the, yeah. the information I want to know. Like, how much do you... How much do you have to do to bribe another esports player to play for you illegally? I got you twelve. I want to know what the stakes were. Aha blast! Right, that made you think that cheating was of value, worth it. Like exactly. Like, what are the stakes in this? Are they actually? Is this actually the race? Like they're replacing a race for it, so like it matters, or is it just for fun? I don't know. I also wouldn't think necessarily that. Being a good race car driver would necessarily mean you would be a good <laughs> video game race car driver. Hey, I mean, now, 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 now. If I learned anything, I'm a real good shot, Cliff. <laughs> I think the thing is, is like, when you hear about like the soccer teams that have done it and like they go from playing soccer to playing FIFA, I'm like, there's no analog whatsoever. Like, just mm-hmm. because you're good at soccer does not in any way mean you'll be good at FIFA. Like, I guess maybe you'd have a... Like, when I play FIFA, I'm like, I don't know, my, my center back's running it up the middle. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a problem. Like, I don't think a lot about formation or, you know, who should actually be guarding who. But so, like, me playing FIFA is a little bit more like a eight-year-old playing actual soccer. Um, so like maybe they'd have an advantage because they'd be able to see the formations better and so on and so forth. But it's not like, it's not like there's any skill transfer. And I guess that that's more true for racing because if you get a wheel and you get, um, you know, brakes and stuff, like at least some of the skills you have might sort of transfer over. But I mean, like, I also know how to drive a car and I don't think that driving a car in a video game with a wheel is is really the same thing. So I don't know, Dylan. It never feels right, but I also have never driven at sustained 180 miles per hour, so I don't really know how different that is. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, th- I think you are asking the right question, though, Dylan, is why, 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 yeah. why. All right, final news story of the day. Again, 
probably my favorite headline that I've ever actually written. Fallout 76 players can't get enough intestines. Once again, like this is what our 85th story where Fallout developers launch something, realize there's something wrong with it, and immediately have to pull it down. Roughly 85, maybe maybe 87. Um, how do you think you say that parade? Foshnot? I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest, the Foshnot parade sounds... Sounds like you're throwing up Roman, you know, salutes uh, at it. Uh-huh, like that sounds way more like something that would happen in Nazi Germany than in West Virginia post-apocalyptic, but whatever. It's based on uh, an actual thing that happens in West Virginia called the Swiss Carnival of Basel, which actually sounds like more like some sort of weird Greek thing, maybe? I don't know. Um, and the entire idea is that players protect a bunch of robots um, as they parade down the main street of a town called Hel Helvetia? Helvetia? Helvetia, I love which that font. Also sounds like a font. I don't know. This is a weird thing. Um, but in order to like get ready for this, you have to gather all sorts of stuff. So there's like collecting wood and getting eggs and filling the butcher's icebox full of intestines, as you do. The problem is, is they launched the new um, update to Fallout 76 that lets you talk to people, right? And that's cool and good and quests, yay. But the problem is, is less um, small creatures like rabbits and frogs and fireflies and, and just small huntable critters spawn less now, probably because there's more people and they had to use, you know, processor and RAM and whatever to have those instances of people. And unfortunately, people weren't actually able to kill enough small things, gather their intestines and stuff them in the butcher's icebox in order to actually be able to participate in the Foshnot parade. So they pulled it down. Um, Bethesda posted on Reddit, which is a weird place to post things, but whatever. Unfortunately, due to the issue being reported here that it is preventing critter spawns during certain objectives, we're going to disable the Foshnot parade until we can implement a fix. We'll reschedule events once we have a fix ready to go. So, moral of the story, if you can't get enough intestines, you can't join the Foshnot parade. It makes me very happy. Fosh not. Exactly. All right. Dylan, please. Uh, yo, Vinny. Looks like you got a question. He does have a question. It's a good one. Uh, what is a game that you got addicted to years after its release and it can't be The Hunter? He doesn't say Damn it. that. <laughs> but it can't now, be now The I've Hunter. got to think of a new answer. <laughs> Currently for me, it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. If it makes you fair, I won't say Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> What's a game that you played years after release that, uh, that you really got into? Like... Didn't Assassin's Creed Odyssey just come out last year? Yeah, Vinny's also like 14, so... Yeah, the time is different for Vinny, is that what you're trying to say? Yep. Absolutely makes sense. Let's see, a game that I played a lot later than other people. Hmm. I think for me it was probably Rocket League. I came into Rocket League pretty late. You did come into Rocket League pretty late. Rocket League's good, too. Like, we should play some Rocket League sometime. Get a little Rocket League weekend going. Because yeah. I miss that game. I'm terrible at it now, too, which is makes it more fun, I guess. 
Um, I won't say I got super into it, but like I played The Last of Us so much later than everybody else. Like I played that a yeah. full generation behind. I didn't beat it. I got about halfway through it. Um, but like I mean, I was playing that game years after it came out. Years and years and years. Um, Mass Effect Three, I played. And I, again, didn't beat that, but I got probably halfway through it. I played that, again, on a totally different system than it even came out on. So those were both pretty late games for me. And Diablo 3, for sure. Yeah. Oh, man, that game is that so was, good. I didn't game play that so until, good. like, a year ago. So It's really good. You come up with something else besides the Hunter call? I wanted to go with the Hunter. <laughs> um I will go with either Mudrunner, even though I didn't really put all that much time into it. But Colby, you put I, like 40 hours into that game. No, I only put like 20. Oh, I thought you put like 40 into it. Mm-mm. Either way, it's a game about driving cars through mud. You put 20 hours into it, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's uh, really into this mud trucking and hunting lately. I'm going to I'm gonna pick me up SnowRunner <laughs> pretty soon, too. He's going to get that for my birthday. Move to some, like, backwoods. <laughs> but... I will also say No Man's Sky. I'm. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute, and I'm kind of hyped for what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that, I put I put like 65 hours into it uh, last year. Wow. I played um, at like uh, the end of the year. Fallout. You know, I played The Witcher a long time after it came out. I probably because Witcher came out in 2016. I played that in like 2018, 2019, and uh, Fallout New Vegas. I played way after it came out too. So, both those. Um, let's see. Mr. Polite says, adding on to Vinny's question, what game do you regret not playing? Like, for me, GTA 3 and GTA 4 are games that came out during years that I didn't play a lot of games, and going back to those would be really hard. And yeah, man, like, have you, have you loaded up GTA 3 anytime recently? I have. It looks like garbage. It does. It looks just absolutely terrible. Um, those were probably, if I could choose any game to get remastered, it would probably be GTA 3 and, and Vice City. Um, because those games look like butt, and I would love to play them again. Um, I did not play almost anything that came out in Nintendo 64 or GameCube era Nintendo. Like, I skipped almost those entire two generations, so that means I missed... A huge amount of Mario. It means I missed a huge amount of Zelda. Um, I've never played any Metroid game after, like, Metroid, Super Metroid. Um, I've never played, like, I, it's hard for me to get into Smash now because I don't understand what Smash is. It's hard for me to get into, <laughs> like, Mario Kart because I never played Mario Kart before the Mario Kart on the Switch. Um, there's just a ton of Nintendo games that I never played, and I'm not probably going to go back and play them, unfortunately. Um, it's, I mean, maybe, like, maybe if they get re-releases, but there's so many... The problem with re-releases, unless it's something I've been just dying to play, it's just going to be another game on my backlog, to be honest. So, I feel bad that I missed a bunch of, of those era of video games, like, probably 2000 to 2000. 10, 12 Nintendo, but I'm just not going to go back. So what about you guys? I think, yeah, like Smash Brothers and stuff for me, I never played any of those games. And so now I have absolutely no real want to. Um, Yeah. But I'll go with God of War. 
Yeah, no, I miss a, a lot of PlayStation games too, honestly, which is weird because I had a PS1 and PS2. Yeah, but... I didn't have a PS1 or a PS2, and so most PlayStation things like that I just never played. I yeah. never played any of the Uncharted games, anything like that. I mean, I'll be frank, like... Am I still two... Colby? Yes, well, for now. 2000 to like 2010, like I didn't make enough money to buy a ton of video games you know and it was a time when video, there was not really an indie scene at all um and so it was 60 bucks or nothing yeah it was 60 bucks or nothing or garbage you know it yeah. was like 60 dollars or shovelware um like games would go on sale sure but on the pc side of things like i played a ton of pc games between those times and it was because either they were cheap or you could pirate them you know um so I just didn't, it just wasn't a thing really. So I missed a lot of stuff in that era, like not just Nintendo games, but PlayStation games. I mean, probably even in reality, some Xbox games like OG Xbox and early 360 games. So happens. Dylan, how about you? I'm kind of coming up with a blank on this one. I don't, I don't think back and be like, man, I wish I would have played that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's the thing. I, like none of the things I mentioned, yeah. I like regret not playing. Yeah, I've got enough games already. Yeah. That for me, I guess like I never had a PC, so any like of those early PC games, I didn't yeah. really play. But most of them, in some way, like whether it was like Counter Strike, ended up on the Xbox or this or that. So it's like I've been able to experience them, and in most cases, they were not a huge well, turnoff. So I don't. That's probably the closest thing. I, I think could the answer. other problem you have with like PC and stuff is that you were just too young. Yeah, like yeah. you know, you you could experience Counter Strike, but you would have been like six when Counter Strike yeah. was like really, yeah. you know, like not at its peak, but that's when it was, you know, the big hype. You would have played it later, and so it may not have the same like woo. Yeah, even like Half Life you know, Two would have yeah. been. Yeah. yeah. I get it. All right. Uh, Megan wants to know, is it Friday yet? And I told her, yes, it is absolutely Friday and that sure. she should go home and not go to work tomorrow. So if Megan gets fired, I guess it's on me, which is a bummer. But uh, frankly, I don't have any idea what day it is anymore. It could be Friday. It could be Wednesday. Who knows? Um, she says, with many places doing virtual tours because of the virus, if you could go anywhere in VR with a true-to-life, fully immersive 3D world, where would you go? My dog's barking. I noticed the, the Sunshine I, Castle. Oh, that that'd be fun. That'd be real fun. Yeah. I, are we I going? Go with, I want to jump through the paintings. Are we going like real or? Fake yeah, or yeah, both. both? Cause I will. I will say, if you enjoy real, there's a um, uh, Mount Everest VR game that's pretty really? awesome. Yeah, uh, where you know you like climb Mount Everest. It may That'd be cool. Only be available on PSVR. I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, I picked it up on sale and it's like, you know, 45 minutes of solid, like I'm going to climb Mount Everest. Oh, that's kind of um, cool. And that's kind of fun. And so like things like that, I really enjoy stuff. Like I'm never going to cr- climb Mount Everest because one, I'll never be in good enough shape and two, I'm not a millionaire. Yeah. Um, and so like things like that are really interesting. I actually think that they're, they, they might be interesting for things like going to other countries. Like, yeah. I'm probably never going to visit, I'm you way know. more interested in that than actually getting on a plane for 14 hours. Uh-huh. Well, even to the point where, like, have any has anyone here done a roller coaster in VR? Mm, no. no. 
I haven't, like, when I first got my VR, I was just like, what can I do? And I went and, like, found, you know, videos that you can do in VR, and one of them was a roller coaster, and it's weird how much you can go, like, you get that, like, feeling in your stomach as you get to the top really? and go over, despite the fact that you're sitting in a chair. Um, I would love a Disneyland VR. Yep, that was what I was going to say. Um, my kid actually today was playing um, the Disneyland Adventure adventure game on the Xbox. Um, like I don't, I, I swear he's seen it before, but he was playing it as if he'd never seen it before. So I don't know. It's awesome, except for the rides. Yeah, and it's phenomenal to be able to walk around um, the park in even kind of cartoony. Like that's not a strict VR game. Yeah. Like it's it's a, a a model game, but they model it so well. Um, I that was what I was going to say is absolutely. I would love to be able to go to um, Disneyland and Disney World and especially the overseas ones Disneyland Paris Disneyland Shanghai Disneyland Hong Kong um, things Mark that quarantine. I quarantine can I just get a Target VR yeah, yeah Jesus right <laughs> um, it would be it would be so cool to be able to see those and I think that there's actually a advantage to some of those things especially if they had the rides in them like I I don't think I'm sure that there's someone like some executive somewhere who's like oh we can't make disneyland in vr because if people have disneyland in vr they won't want to come to the park but i think that like for me at least it would just actually kind of give me that experience in between visits to the park but i think there's a lot of people that would go and do it and then go like oh my god i need to go do this now i think it would actually do more to sell i mean frankly i would pay like a base game plus dlc for that like i would buy stuff in that Mm -hmm. um and especially too, like I don't ever want to see the parades when I'm at Disneyland because I hate waiting for an hour to get a spot. But I would love to watch the parade in VR. I would love to be. I mean, how cool would it be to even to be able to? So a friend of mine um, who is not super into games or VR was like, "Why? Why don't they use VR more to like enable long distance communication between people that?" our friends, you know, like, why can't I put on a a VR headset and then like go hang out with my friends somewhere? Um, and I'm like, are you shocked that PS4 doesn't have, remember PS home? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Where, why doesn't that exist with PSVR? And, and I just wonder why it doesn't exist with VR. She said that and I was like, I don't, I don't know. That makes so much sense to be able to put on a headset, to be able to create a version of you, whether that is, Hey, I take a picture of myself and it, you know, awkwardly, you know, squishes onto some sort of weird fake face. Or if it's just like your Xbox avatar or your those new Facebook avatars or whatever, yeah. you create a version of you and you can just go talk to people. You could go to Disneyland together. You could go to just hang out in your house together with the quarantine and even with just distance. Like, I mean, think about long distance relationships where you could just hang out with a person and watch a movie together. Yeah, well, I was going to say, why is there no Netflix app? Like, right? how, like, why is there not like, hey, we're in a theater watching Netflix movies. As long as you have Netflix and I have Netflix, we can hang out together yeah. in our own theater and watch Uncut Gems now on Netflix. Right? Well, I mean, even like Oof. like sporting events. Like, how cool would it... Like, Colby and I watch a lot of um, soccer games not together, because obviously we live in separate places, but we watch them at the same time and we talk on Messenger. But how how cool would it be able to go into a VR stadium, watch a soccer game happening in front of us um, via whatever? And, you know, even if that's in VR 
on a screen. Like, I, I don't know if they could actually model, like, the players and stuff, but... Think of all the things you could call Benny Phil Hoppercliffe. Oh, man. He retired, and so I can't, I guess, anymore, but... You man, can still are, do it on Twitter. There are things I absolutely <laughs> want to call Benny Phil Hopper. Um, but, like, be able to, to be in that together and, like, actually feel like you're in the same room. It's... Yeah. I think... And what I told her is there just aren't enough of them. Like, uh, you know, between the quest and the oculus and the psvr like they've maybe sold two and a half million three million of them um and so there's probably just not enough money in that to do it but i also think that there's the possibility that people would be able to be willing to buy a 400 hundred dollar headset if it meant they could hang out with their friends and and do stuff so i don't know um even things like i mean all your D and D sessions are are local, right, Dylan? Um, yeah, I haven't really been able to successfully um, schedule an online one. But how cool would D and D and VR be? Like, yeah, I mean, it just seems like there's all sorts of possibilities that VR could do if they had. Maybe it's just too hard. Maybe it's too expensive. I don't know. There's there's probably all sorts of reasons why it wouldn't work, but it just seems like even just being able to hang out with someone and watch a movie would be relatively easy to facilitate. You both have Netflix. Like, I mean, how is that any different than like the watch Netflix together apps where it just syncs the start and you both use your own Netflix accounts to watch the same movie at the same time. Yeah. Like, why can't I do that in VR? Why can't yeah. I have the experience of sitting next to that person on a couch? Can you watch movies in VR? I never have tried. Yeah. Like there's a big, big screen, big picture mode. Oh wait, I have tried it. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And there's I hear like it's a pretty cool. Hulu app. Yeah. I, I always wanted to watch uh hardcore Henry in VR. Yeah. Right? I thought that would be fun as hell because it's a, VR. It's all first person well, movie. First person movie. Yeah. So not a great movie, but real fun in the theaters. Yeah. So I I I I'm surprised there aren't more things, but it, I assume that it has more to do with money than it does anything else. So I don't know. All right, Glitch Bunny, our good friend Vicky, friend of the show, occasional co-host, uh, wrote me a in all caps message today, and I don't know if she was screaming. I, I don't I don't know why it was all caps, but it was. And she says, blend three video game characters to make one Frankenstein monster. What would their video game be? And I mean, as per the normal part of this podcast, I think we would just by default, this will not be the final answer, but I think we need to blend Kratos and Duke Nukem and I don't know, probably Master Chief all into one. And it's horrifying. And it's like kind of a vaguely misogynistic, probably more than vaguely misogynistic, um, first person game, maybe third person. I don't know. It could go either way. That's just brutally violent, I assume. Would that make sense? So we got that one out of the way. Um, what other what other characters could we could we combine? I want to combine Mario and Sonic, and it would just be like a super, super fast plumber. (laughs) (laughs) Wrenching so fast. (laughs) That'd be fun. So good. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, Maybe we. I mean, like anything with Sonic would be great, right? Anything at super speed is hilarious. Just happens faster. Um, We could, we could, we could like compress um, Daxter and Jax into a single character. (laughs) <laughs> and then 
compress um, ukulele into a single character and then compress uh, Ratchet and Clank into a single character mm-hmm. and then compress all of those characters into a single character. I think the games stay the same. You're just playing as some sort of weird, like, six-headed demon creature that goes around doing weird third-person adventures. <laughs> So if if we combine Mario with Leisure Suit Larry, does that just make Ron Jeremy? Yes, yes. absolutely. And I almost just spit water all over my screen, Dylan. I uh, I was cleaning out my email yesterday because I was getting a bunch of emails from like jobs and recruiters, and I didn't want them getting lost in my like four hundred you know email inbox. And uh, I got to like the end of it, and I got I ran across this email from a dude who was like, hey, what are your plans for using that Leisure Suit Larry wet dreams die code that I sent you? And I'm like, why did you send this to me? I definitely did not ask for this. (laughs) And I'm like, and so I I plugged into Steam and it's still redeemed. So I still don't have an answer for that guy, but I guess I have a copy of the new (laughs) Leisure Suit Larry game, which... I don't know if that's good or not. I haven't decided yet. So I guess we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try it out. What you do in quarantine <laughs> stays in quarantine. Uh, so what kind of game would... I mean, this is a dangerous question. God, this is a dangerous question. What kind of game would Mario plus Ron... Who was it? Mario and Leisure Suit Larry yeah. make together. What kind of game is well, that, we could, Dylan? A lot we could of plunging. You could... You could put a superhero twist on it and make it kind of like an orgasmo thing. <laughs> oh, I do you think Ron Jeremy's ever voiced for a video game? I mean, he's got to. You've got to think he has, right? I mean, well, I would guess I could. I personally could pay. He's got him. an IMDb page, so let's see. I would guess I could get him to voice a video game at this point. Like you, you give him like fifty dollars and a sandwich. And he's probably willing to drive his Saturn over to your house and do VO for In it, I gotta say. 2015, think. he said video games are rotting kids' brains. Crap. I mean, um, he used to be a teacher, he would know. He said games far worse for kids than porn. So you're saying he might not be willing to... Postal 3. He was in Postal 3. <laughs> Maybe it's just because the video games that he is familiar with are actually worse than porn. <laughs> oh, man. Good good on Ron Jeremy. All right. Uh, final question from Hans. Like, every, every 50% of our questions today, like, I mean, three out of the five questions oh, oh, today. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Um, so, in researching this, I can't. I ca- whoops, I got to turn that video. I came across Bone Town video game trailer, um, which is by D-Dub Software, which brings you the world's first action-adventure porno video game featuring Ron Jeremy. Interesting. And what's this game called? Uh, Bone Town. Does that rot your brain because it is, in fact, a game? I don't know. Does it offset with the porn so it doesn't? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. The... Huh. The RPG oh sex game where you have to bone your oh. way to the top. This trailer is amazing. It looks like, uh, what was that, uh, the movie starring all of the mascots? Wait, there's a Bonecraft? You can play Bone Town or Bonecraft. Play now or buy the DVD. 
Huh. This is like 2002 level like computer graphics. It's great. Can we play this multiplayer? I kind of want to play this co-op. I assume you can't stream this. Whoa, wow. That's a... Huh. Huh. Well, I guess the more you know. Um, anyways, what I was going to say... That's Snoop Dogg? <laughs> of course it's Snoop Dogg. I was going to say three of the five questions today were by people who... Man, this is $30. I am not going to pay $30 to play this game. Um, three of the five questions today were from people who have actually hosted this podcast. I think that's a pretty good... Uh, that's a pretty good amount. Anyway, Han says he wants to know what your favorite waffle topping is. Syrup, chocolate, or fruit? Syrup. Fried chicken and maple syrup. Oh, you know, there are not many foods that I wish I'd eaten before I stopped eating meat. But uh, chicken and waffles is one of them. Like, that sounds yeah. interesting. It's so, yeah, it's good. Yeah. But uh, this is a very fitting question because I made my home, I uh, made homemade strawberry topping for my ice cream and had a nice, warm strawberry topped banana split yesterday. Oh, that sounds delicious! That sounds really good. good. I had a bunch of strawberries that I was like, I, I have to eat these, and I was like, what can I do with them? Turn them into syrup. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Um, I would say, I mean, the first answer is why not all three? Like, I think I could get behind syrup and chocolate and fruit on the same waffle. That'd be all right. Um, oh, yeah. That might be a little much. That might be a little. I don't know. I've never really been the chocolate on waffles, but I've had a. I like like strawberries and whip. Yeah. Or like powdered sugar yeah. or syrup or like chocolate sauce with uh, like I mean you know what's actually really good is uh, chocolate sauce and ice I'm sure cream. Sure, it's great. But oh yeah, yeah. I mean of course that's good. Um, they make a cone. they make a waffle at Walt Disney World that I had that was I want to say. Um, oh shoot! What's that chocolate hazelnut spread that's delicious? Nutella, Nutella, and strawberries and bananas and whipped cream. I think that's what was in it. It was really good. It was really good. So, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, you can put anything on waffles, and it's pretty delicious. Like, I'm not. Yeah. You can have savory waffles. You can have sweet waffles. I'm not. I'm not picky. Yeah. And like, just butter and syrup's fine too. Absolutely fine. So, I did have like a. It was like a jalapeno cheese or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was very good. It's very yeah, I can get behind that. Like, it's like you, crepes. They're great. Yeah. Do you remember my cake waffles, Cliff? Yes. Oh, those were real good. Those were real good. If you just take birthday or like cake mix, you can make waffles. Yeah. And like birthday cake or uh, funfetti. funfetti waffles are top shelf. Super good. Mm. So I've I encourage everyone to go to Wikipedia and read the wiki page on Bone Town. Is it uh, uh, when 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 is this game released? Two thousand eight. Huh. Yeah, it looks about right. And they still want thirty dollars for it. I will just go with one sentence, and it is: the character wakes up to a fraternity brother urinating onto the player's face. The game then begins with a tutorial explaining how to beat up the brother. Huh. Nice. Huh. Yeah, I've got a. I'm gonna have to find a way to get this game. Like, the developer cited South Park as his number one influence for the humor in the game. I am not shocked. You can get Bone Town and Bone Craft for the low price of forty nine ninety nine. Get those together. Is Bone Craft like a Minecraft game? No, it's like a World of Warcraft, Warcraft. game. Oh, uh, Warcraft. Yeah. It'd, it'd be much better if it was a Minecraft game, <laughs> but with more bones. Oh wow. Huh. All right. 
Anyway. Anyway, uh, cheap free games. Uh, PlayStation Plus this month is uh, Call of Duty World World War Two, which is that's actually a pretty oh. pretty I good game. Yeah, um, I've played it a little bit. It's fun. It's not it's not spectacular. I didn't. I don't know. I I liked it. It's fine. It's 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 definitely a cool game. So I right. I mean. I don't play the online part, so I'm just basing it on the like single player stuff, and it was okay. Um, and then they actually have not officially released the second game yet, but the like internet rumors, believe them or not, is that it's going to be Star Wars Battlefront Two. In which case, that might be the best PlayStation Plus month that I can remember yeah. in a long, 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 long time. That's good stuff. So uh, definitely grab Call of Duty World War Two. It's, I mean, it's free. That's cool. And Star Wars Battlefront Battlefront Two, I've actually really liked. That's a great game. So if it does end up being that, that is another one you're definitely going to want to grab um games with gold this month is uh shanti and the pirate's curse which is kind of a metroidvania um that i've heard really good things about i have not played it but i've heard they're good um and that's uh the first through the 30th and then coffee talk which is june 16th through july 15th um i mean i guess this is sign mora if i had to Take a stab, June sixteenth through the thirtieth, and then uh, Destroy All Humans is actually an OG Xbox game that is going to be here June first through the fifteenth. I love that game. Yeah, I've heard that it's a lot of fun. I've not played it, but I've heard Glad it's a lot of fun. Um, again, Game Pass is being weird, so we're going to do a little bit of games that have already come out just so you know about them, and then some games that are coming out in the future. Um, City Skyline Console Edition is coming out on Game Pass for the Xbox. I actually played that last night. Um, I was trying to like find another game that might scratch my Zoo Tycoon itch, and uh, that's not it. That game's really cool, but man, like it's fiddly. Like You've got to lay power lines and sewer lines, and like I just want to make a fun city. I don't want to like make a fun city and everything underneath it. It just, it's not quite my jam, but that's, that's all right. Um, Alan Wake came out. Um, if you've not played that golf with friends, golf with friends is a freaking fun game. Like it's, it's uh, online mini golf. It, it sucks. It does not have couch co-op. It absolutely needs couch co-op because it would be great to just be able to like play mini golf, how you play mini golf and just hand it back and forth. But I think you can play up to 12 players on it. I know you can with a PC game and it's just fun to be able to play, mini golf online and some of them are goofy my kid and i played it um two or three days ago on the pc and like we played the worms level so like you know the game worms um so there's like explosions and sheep and all sorts of insanity that's a that's a fun game um red dead redemption 2 of course which i actually downloaded i'm gonna poke it online and see if that's anything fun and then uh yesterday minecraft dungeons actually came out which is the like diablo version of minecraft i have not played it yet but it's gotten pretty good reviews so i'll probably check that out this week as well i downloaded it yeah we should play it it'll be fun um, Carter really wants to play it, so we'll give it a go. Um, and then the big game coming out in June right now is No Man's Sky, which was like, man, that game has had like a history, like Xbox or you know, original PlayStation exclusive launch to all sorts of problems to them fixing all their problems. It finally came out on the Xbox maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, and now is going to Game Pass. I'm actually really excited because I've wanted to play that game for a long time own it on the playstation but again playstation um so that's definitely what i'm gonna put some time into once it uh releases on the xbox you've beat that call right or beat yep. it as much as you can beat no no, no there's an end game yeah 
Uh, Game Pass for PC. Uh, they also got City Skylines, the non-console edition, if that's your thing. They also have Alan Wake. Um, a game called Plebby Quest, which I don't know a ton about. It's a strategy <laughs> game, I believe. Plebs. Right? And then they are also getting No Man's Sky on the PC in June. So that is cool. Um, Twitch Prime, like this game, this podcast is going to come out on the 28th. If you haven't gotten them yet, there are 16 games currently free on Twitch Prime, including a, like seven SNK games, um, a bunch of other stuff, Snake Pass, um, just a ton, 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 ton of free games you can get on Twitch Prime right now. And so all you need to be able to get those is to have an Amazon Prime account and you can get 16 free games. So you should definitely do that. Um, and then... Over the next, well, they're just, they're just saying summer. So there's currently seven free SNK games on uh, Twitch Prime right now. It's a lot of classic fighter kind of games. So Art of Fighting, Fatal Fury, that kind of stuff. Um, but then over the next couple months, they're going to release an additional 13, I think, SNK games free on Twitch Prime. So like you just kind of want to keep an eye on that and grab those as they come out. Are any of them Crystallis? I hope so. Like, I don't think that game's ever been released on the PC, so probably not. But Are any of them Guerrilla Warfare? That was on Commodore 64. We can always hope, right? Who knows? Um, I mean, I guess the thing is, is like, those could be emulated? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for some kind of fun retro games, though, that is definitely the place to look for the next couple months. Um, Epic Game Store right now is giving away Civ Six. If you haven't grabbed it by the time you hear this podcast, it will be too late. Um, just like they did last week, they are teasing this. It's it's the mystery game. Rumors on the internet. I think we said this last week, actually, that it was supposed to be Borderlands The Handsome Collection. Um it's the same rumors this week that it's going to be Borderlands the Handsome Collection, so we will see. Borderlands 1, 2, and pre-sequel. Um, cool. I already own them. I've actually owned all of these big PC games from the Epic Store this month, but whatever. Um, and then, finally, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, if you do not have Game Pass, though, you can get uh, City Skyline in a Humble Bundle right now. Um, you actually get the base game for a dollar, and for another dollar, you get the Deepest Focus Radio, which is actually a radio station you can listen to in the game. For eight bucks, you can get um, City Skyline's concerts, so you could actually go to a concert, unlike right now, I guess. Um, the High Tech Buildings Pack, the Snowfall Pack, and the Natural Disaster pack for eighteen dollars you get all that stuff plus mass transit green cities in industries campus which lets you make schools um the art deco creator pack and the european suburbia creator pack so if you're into city building like that is a that's a really good deal right now eighteen dollars for all that stuff so anything i missed guys no we nailed it we're so good we are so good you can find us at bitemepodcast.com. You can find us on social media at facebook.com slash bitemepodcast, twitter.com slash bitemepodcast, Instagram slash bitemepodcast. If you'd like to come hang out in our Discord, you can go to uh, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash bitemepodcast, support us that way. If there's nothing else, Dylan, it's you.
All right, we'll call this a a thing. Uh, share to uh, Chad. 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 All right, that should be game releases. Chad. Chad, Chad, Chad. The new pineapple uh, drinks from Taco Bell are pretty good, in case you're wondering. Mm, I wasn't. You were. I don't even know what new pineapple drinks you're talking about, Cliff. It's called a pineapple something breeze. It's pretty good. All right. Have I been recording this entire time? Yep. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. You wanted to see if it was going to boot us. I wanted to see if it was going to boot us. All right, you guys have that uh, that list? No. My body is ready. It's, it's in chat, Colby. How's your mind? Where is my mind? How's your new battery, Cole? Oh, um, well, my car starts, so that's well, that's good. N- that's nice. Yeah. Did it actually die in your own parking lot? No, it died in Logan. Oh, really? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that wasn't ideal. What did you, what did you do? Um, we called the like roadside assistance, but then some dude jumped us. So. Oh, nice. Or is that two different stories? Some dude jumped you and then was like, do you need help? I'm like, yeah, and then he just beat the shit out of me. (laughs) Amy's in the hospital. (laughs) All right. Like, from where I'm sitting, Dylan, just, wait, are you, okay, no, you're just playing with rubber bands, right? Yes. Okay, because at first I thought you were doing, like, Cat's Cradle. (laughs) No, I got these cool magical rubber bands. Nice. See, they'll just... Sorry. Are they just purple? <laughs> I, have, I have a hand cramp. Ah, oh, fuck. Hang on. I left my drink out there. Oh, right. Jesus, Cliff. Sorry. I'm sorry. You're fired. Hi, dog. Ooh, fancy. All right, let's get this party started. Dude, that's an awesome magic rubber band. Can you now... Is there a trick? 